0: Good evening to everyone, and I thank you for the opportunity to allow me to be here and present God's Word to you. Two years ago, when we attended here, I would have never thought you would have seen me up here behind this. And when we started attending Hazedale, uh, Brother Farland and Brother West looked at me and said, if you're going to attend here, you're going to go up to the top level. We're going to make you work. And so, with them pushing me and trying to do the best that I can, I thought, well, if I can do it out there, I can do it down here to help you all out as well. So tonight our topic will be on time. And I want to start out by proposing a question to you, and that is, how long is time? For time is a very broad question. For time is what we count everything. Time is counted in seconds, minutes, hours, days, months, years, centuries, and so on. And how does a common person spend their day? Eight hours of sleep? 8 to 12 hours of work, leaving maybe somewhere between 8 and 4 hours to eat, do laundry, shower, get ready for work, help with the kids, mow the yard, their hobbies, and so on. And then we say, there's not enough hours in the day, or I'll get to that tomorrow. I've run out of time. We place decisions in our life based upon the allotted availability of free time. If the Lord had given us a 30-hour day versus 24, it still would not have been enough time to get everything done. We would find more things to cram in that time. We would work longer, sleep more, watch more TV, play on our phone more. But we don't have 30 hours, we have 24. And we as a society use every moment to our advantage. But where does that leave us to do the important things? There's a passage in Ecclesiastes that we have all read. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, starting there in verse 1. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up what has been planted. A time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down, a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. A time to gain and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to throw away time to tear, a time to sow, a time to keep in silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Time pushes us to make decisions about what priorities we put at the top of the list, what takes precedence over everything else, and what really matters. And I'm, I'm stepping on my own toes with this list, but is it our job, our hobbies, our TV shows, Why do we let these things take our time? Because we as humans take the shortcuts. Why do we take shortcuts? Because we think we have a shortage of time. Everyone knows as long as time stands, ours will be cut short. In Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, it says, And it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. The average life expectancy in the United States is 78 years old. Now, I hope to make it to that age someday. So in that 682,280 hours, how are you making it count? And tonight, some points I'd like to make about our time is as follows. Are you taking time to read your Bible, to study, to learn, to grow? In Joshua chapter 1, and starting in verse 8, Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, It says, The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but shall meditate in it day and night, and you may observe to do accordingly to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and you will have a good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. We should always be studying and ready. So over in Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15 it says, To be diligent to present yourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. When we're reading and studying our Bible, we need to be rightly dividing it, the truth so that we can go out and present that to people. <clears throat> it is important now as we as humans can find other things to put in that same time slot But with reading comes learning, with learning comes knowledge, with knowledge comes wisdom. And the only way to obtain wisdom of the Bible, to be able to share it with others, is to read. And we find excuses not to, but we can set time in our lives aside to do so. Whether it be when you get up in the morning before you're getting ready for work, or when you come home in the evening, you can find time to set aside to read your Bible. So are you taking time to read? Just like reading, prayer too should have time set aside so that we may be able to focus our minds on godly things. In James chapter 5, starting in verse 15. James chapter 5 and 15. And the prayer of the faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its fruits. So it does show that prayer does pay off. You know, when you're driving to work, or when you're sitting there reading your Bible in the morning, very easy right then to throw in a prayer or if you're at your desk at work or driving in your car or on your tractor or mowing your yard you can always have time to throw in a prayer not a, a prayer doesn't have to be a long lengthy amount of words it can be just simple as thank you lord for letting me get through this day or, or you come up on a wreck and you see somebody who's injured and you know please lord be with that person so are you taking time to pray Take time to set examples. Teach your kids, your grandkids the right way of life. Be a shining light, just like we always talk about. In Matthew chapter five, and verse five Matthew chapter 5, and verse 16, "Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven." How do we go about obtaining that corrective teaching to our children? Ephesians 6 and verse 4, over in Ephesians 6 and chapter 6 and verse 4, And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. The children are the future of the church, and if they're not raised right, the church will not stand. If we're focusing more on ball games than we do our children knowing their Bible verses, if we focus more on our kids getting a straight A than we do teaching them about moral standards, or if we worry more about our kids getting into a good college than teaching them a work ethic, we wonder why our country is in the shape it's in. It's because the time was not spent correctly, and until we as a nation start spending our time correctly, we too shall fall like Sodom and Gomorrah. Today was Mother's Day, and everybody more than likely spent time with their mothers. You know, we as a family try to spend time together on Sundays, especially since I've took a different job. I try to make it a point not to work anymore on Sundays, to spend time with my kids, to spend time with my wife. Because when they see that example and they see that we have taken time as a family to be together, they will see that, and hopefully it will be brought up with them as they get older. It's a priceless time When you spend that time with your kids and your grandkids. Be that bright and shining example not only for our kids, but everyone we meet. We as Christians should not have to say we are Christians. Our examples, our ways of life should show that we are. Are you telling people that you're a Christian or they already know? We should walk the walk. Living life is a pattern of repetitive events. We get up, we go to work, we come home, we go to sleep. When we're at our places of work, how are we setting our examples? Are we two faced? Are we, are we spreading God's word? Are we showing our beacon of light in the community? Are we setting that standard? In Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8, Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Should we be living that way, the same today as we are tomorrow? Christ is always the same, so we should be this way also. In Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. When we're studying and reading and setting that example, leaning on each other, That'll keep that devil away. That'll keep you on the straight and narrow. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Are you taking time to visit the sick, make a meal for someone, or just call someone to see how their day is going? In today's technically logical-minded world, are you sending a text or an email to someone to invite them to services? When's the last time you wrote a handwritten letter to someone to encourage them? When is the last time you helped your neighbor get his ox out of the ditch? We just don't take time for the right things. We create other things that require less effort and more convenient circumstances. Is it easier for us to play on our phone or pick it up and call somebody? Is it easier to turn on the TV or pick up our Bible and read it? Is it easier to dream and think on the issues of the day or take time to pray? We should set time in our life for God. He took time in Genesis to create the world. He created it all. He took time to send his son to the world to live and die for us. Let's give him some of our time back. And my final thought as we're gathered here tonight, if we're reading and praying and showing example and walking the walk, are you taking time to grow spiritually? Spiritual growth takes time, it takes patience, it takes control, but most of all, it takes faith. What happens when you're not growing? You're falling backwards. Why did you fall backwards? Because your time was not focused on the right things. It was focused on other priorities. But when you're on track, and your friends, and your family, and your life is on track, and you're in that tight-knit group of Christians together, You'll stay on track. This evening, we have thought on time and how we should work on managing our time better and on how our priorities of time should be set in order. But when we are thinking on these things, I like us to keep this passage in mind over in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. We should always keep that in the back of our mind of how we want to live our life and and how we want to keep our priorities on track. But the most important time you'll ever spend in your life is obeying the gospel. It's been... Decade and a half, at least for me now, and I don't regret it. Um, you know, it's, it's a very simple process in order to do. You know, everybody here tonight has heard the word. It's not been a very long sermon because I've tried to keep it short so you now have a few more minutes of time to do things that would benefit your life better. But God tells us that we need to hear the word and believe on that word. Confess our sins, repent, and turn from them no more. And be baptized. And we're all going to get caught in our time struggles. And we're going to do things that's going to pull us back into the world. That's what repentance and prayer is for. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to stand before you tonight. If you have anything that you need to do to make corrections in your life, come forward as we stand and sing.